Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk All Around Sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 521st ever show of All Around Sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern Time. We broadcast live to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened last week and what's ahead for this week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Statham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. Well, my highlight of the week is native New Englander Keegan Bradley winning the Travelers Tournament yesterday in Cromwell, Connecticut, capping off a lifelong dream to win a tournament in his native New England. I lived in the Boston area for years and years and Keegan actually played in Hopkinton, Massachusetts, which was in the same league uh, called the Tri-Valley League in high school uh, that my town was in. So I've felt like I've had a, uh, been watching his game for a long, long time. And when he won the PGA, I think it was 2011, uh, he just lit up uh, the Tri-Valley League and everybody associated with it or members of who had high schools members of the league. And uh, so to watch his career progress has just been incredible. He now has multiple victories this year on the PGA Tour. So you have to ask the question. Uh you know, is he now in contention for the Ryder Cup, being uh, chosen as a member of the Ryder Cup team, uh, which would just be great to see. He's a terrific competitor. Uh, he, he's a bit of a legend, and the legend certainly grew uh, in New England yesterday. He's a legend in New England, and the crowd was spectacular. It just felt like a classic New England sports event, whether it's Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics or Bruins, uh, New England crowds bring it like no other uh, with their fervor, and it was on full display really for the past four days. I mean, he won at 20-something under, uh, had a spectacular tournament, was on a record-setting pace, and then it went in the water in the back nine yesterday, and that led to uh, some nervous moments and uh, three not-so-good holes but he, to his credit, gathered himself and, and finished it off in style. And also combined with the fact that his closest competitors were not able to uh, make the big shots they needed to really, really uh, make everybody nervous, shall we say, in New England, including Keegan himself. So, again, just a great victory. He's attended the tournament as a kid. He grew up in Vermont. 
Um, but again, ended up in Hopkinton, Massachusetts for his high school golf career. And, uh, so yeah, he's, you know, had a bit of an up and down career since winning, uh, his first, again, just a stunning PGA, uh, major back. And again, I think it was 2011 and you talk about announcing your arrival. Uh, I think he's one of the first ever golfers to win his first major that he played in and it was just stunning and uh so he's just been again really uh again just someone in new england who has captured everybody's attention and and he's just like one of the guys so to speak he's a rabid fan of all boston sports teams and has attended many games, thrown out first pitch, all that usual stuff. And, uh, you know, he's just a person that you, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, you see around town, as it were. And uh, so, you know, when he when he happens to be in the area. And so it was really, uh, again, he had said years ago that he always wanted to win a tournament in New England, and this proved to be the week. So... Really, uh, congrats and hats off to Keegan Bradley. He, uh, he, he really just did something very, very special and, you know, very important to him personally. And the scene at the 18th with his wife and kids, among others, and his kids come running down the hill uh, to greet their father. And he was very emotional. And it was just, uh, <laughs> you know, classic stuff unforgettable and uh, i've covered the travelers tournament numerous times so it was really uh you know just to walk down memory lane just seeing this all unfold especially on the 18th where uh i know it so well have sat on the hill in the amphitheater on countless occasions and uh including uh some sundays more than a few and uh so it was just really uh, terrific, terrific to tune in and see him just uh, bring it in for a landing and win the tournament. That And sticking with golf, Rose Zhang, the phenom, uh, in her second professional LPGA start, finished in the top 10. It was a major PGA Women's, KPMG Women's PGA Championship. And she was right there, couldn't uh, finish the deal. She was close at the end, two strokes off the lead. But unlike the first tournament she that she ever played in as a professional and won just a couple of weeks ago, she was not able to close the deal this time. But still, uh, an impressive outing for someone in their second uh, second LPGA golf tournament. So, Rosang, one to watch. Well, my bizarre story of the week is the Florida Gators scoring an amazing 24 runs, repeat, 24 runs, to beat LSU yesterday in Game 2 of the College World Series in Omaha. And this came after LSU had won a nail-biter on Saturday night. So tonight we have the deciding Game 3, of course, from Omaha. And it's a winner-take-all game. It's the college baseball national championship so it is going to be uh 
has the potential, I believe, for great theater. The first, you know, the College World Series in itself is uh, just an iconic, uh, iconic event in Omaha. I have been to Omaha, been to the stadium, that type of thing, not for a game and not for the College World Series. But, of course, as I like to do, drove by the stadium, checked it out. Spectacular. And Omaha just uh, owns this event and well-deserved. They they just know how to put it on. Uh, and they put it on like no other could, I believe. Uh, so... It's going to be great tonight. Uh, Must-see TV, in my estimation. Uh, the whole College World Series, Wake Forest LSU, walk-off home runs, 24 runs by the Gators, uh, and just, you know, upsets and great performances. And well worth watching because a lot of these guys, they seem to be talking about as, you know, top five picks in the Major League Baseball draft. So we're going to be seeing them around and, Tonight's a good opportunity to see them uh, in a pressure cooker uh, of the highest order. So it is really going to be fun. Uh, ESPN tonight, 7 o'clock, early start, Eastern Time. So uh, I would highly recommend it. And my low light of the week is Marcus Smart being traded from the Celtics to the Memphis Grizzlies. And although getting Kristaps Porzingis is, you know, very enticing for the Celtics, big man who can score and play defense uh, and rebound. Uh, So the Celtics very well may have made themselves better, but nonetheless, no matter what, Marcus Smart will be missed. He is uh, he's the heart and soul of this Celtics team has been for a number of years. He's the kind of player that new Englanders just absolutely love. Um, and he's gotten better each year. Uh, he has basically redefined the word scrappy. He's more than scrappy. He dives, thinks absolutely nothing of diving on the floor, hardwood floor, <laughs> like the green parquet, uh, floor. Up at the bar, up at the garden, and he just uh, he just goes after it. He, he will say what needs to be said, whether it's in the huddle, presumably. So we've heard in the locker room, uh, media interviews. He just uh, he doesn't hold back. He's a you know been a leader of the highest order in the way that he leads, and just kind of guy that you know every team needs. Um, so again, just kind of. Uh, sad to see Marcus Smart uh, no longer there. That said, I think he is the perfect person to be on the same team with now Ja Morant. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, you know, they kind of have been known as a scrappy team, but clearly they kind of lost that um, in recent, in the last few years and certainly in this year's playoffs. Um, but I think Marcus Smart, apparently they've been after him for a few years. It makes perfect sense to me, given their style of play, the type of team they are. And, uh, and again, I think he's going to be the, the, the perfect teammate uh, for Jarrod Morant, given his uh, current troubles. And uh, Marcus Smart is the kind of guy that uh, could be very helpful on that front. Uh, and he has game, no question about it. So it's going to be... Uh, 
fun to watch. Again, he will be missed in Boston. He, he's just a guy that there's no Boston fan would ever say this guy did not give his all on every possession throughout his career. He was drafted by the Celtics. He's only ever been a Celtic until the trade just last week. And, uh, and again, it was a, a, a bit of a shocker. And again, back to Porzingis, uh, you know, I'm not questioning the trade per se. I'm just saying it's uh, sad to see Marcus Smart go. But Porzingis, uh, who knows? You know, he could be the guy to really add that presence in the middle, that scoring presence. Um, and he can shoot from outside, as we know. Uh, can play defense, can rebound, does all the does all the things. Uh, so everybody's just waiting to see if he can be a potential playoff performer, uh, given that he hasn't been to the playoffs in a, in a while. And uh, I think this is, he's been on multiple teams, um, but hopefully he finds a home with the Celtics. It's going to be interesting to find out and see. And uh, again, farewell to Marcus Smart, but again, welcome to Kristaps Porzingis. So now let's take our break. And next up is our call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. So don't go anywhere. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Bright Horizons College Coach, a team of former admissions and financial aid officers, the show takes a deep dive on subjects such as choosing the best essay topic, negotiating merit aid, and navigating the common app. Listeners will learn what really goes into college acceptance decisions from the experts who used to make them. New episodes drop Thursdays on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time here on voiceamerica.com as humans we suffer when we believe we are not good enough we are taught we must be better look better try harder and achieve more we cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness we don't have to live this way you don't have to live this way Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to the Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788. Or you can email me at IIR at Comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how you doing today? Hey, doing very well, John. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, thank you. Um, I was thinking of you over the weekend when I was watching the College World Series, which, of course, has in the final Florida Gators and LSU Tigers. And surprise, surprise, just like football, they're both SEC teams. And... uh, just another feather in the cap of the SEC AP, and you cover the SEC uh, in every way possible. So again, I was thinking of you, and uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on that. It's it's just amazing how they just are so dominant in all sports. It seems. Yeah, John, when you play in the major a uh, major Power Five conference, and it's the Southeastern Conference, you're going to attract players from everywhere to come south, where the weather is usually better overall uh, a 12-month period. And they've had strong programs, LSU, Florida, and a number of teams have won uh, the college baseball uh, championship. Uh, so you can go to uh, half a dozen of those schools and, and you're in contention. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I probably watch more of the uh, College World Series this year because it's been so riveting than I have in just years. Uh, you, you know, it's just been uh, walk-off home runs, fabulous pitching performances, and then yesterday, of course, the Gators put on uh, <laughs> 24 runs up on the board <laughs> after a tough yeah, loss like on a Saturday football night. football game or something. Halftime of it, a football game, maybe, right? Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, AP. And uh, great minds think alike. And... So, yeah, it was just uh, just really riveting stuff. And tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time, we have Game 3 and the College World Series. That means that's game, that's their Game 7. This is it. Tonight we'll uh, settle the national championship. A, a champion will be declared. And uh, so it's going to be uh, 
a game that, that can't be missed. Again, it's out in Omaha where they always are, and uh, it should just be great. No doubt about it. Very, very much looking forward to it. Yeah, the SEC will once again have a chance to wave a banner and add to the, add to the collection of championships. I know, I know. It's just uh, incredible the run you're, that we're on. I mean, right off the top of my head, we don't need to look back too far. We only need to look back to uh, the women's college basketball where LSU uh, won the championship. We all remember that by beating Caitlin Clark and Iowa. And, uh, you know, it's just incredible uh, the things they're doing down there. Um, but, AP, as we somewhat referred to, uh, you know, it's practically getting to be football season. Football is, is in the air. Is we going to turn the calendar this week to, uh, you know, to July? And suddenly, uh, you know, it's a year-round thing down there uh sec football needless to say but now it's starting to feel a little bit real because once we get uh post july 4th which is next week hard to believe uh then football will take center stage again no doubt uh, you know after tonight's game no doubt about it yeah john it 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 just seems that you can never uh set aside college football because there's always something happening whether it's a transfer or uh, so, some coaches leaving, uh, or some players, you know, thinking about leaving, or there's an NIL deal that's, that's exposed, or um, just there's something always happening. There really is AP. It's just incredible. You know, it's just nonstop, um, and will always be that way. No doubt about it. Um, by the way, I was also thinking of you um, yesterday watching Keegan Bradley win the Travelers. It's a tournament you and I have covered together in the past. It's up yes. in Cromwell, Connecticut, not far at all from where uh, you know where you lived. Um, right. And so it, it was just some great theater. He's, of course, a native New Englander from Vermont. He played his high school golf right near where... Uh, I have lived for years and years, uh, suburban Boston. He was in Hopkinton, Massachusetts. So it's really been, uh, yeah, uh, the scene with his kids running down, his wife there, all of it on the 18th, and just his emotion and joy. Bottom line, he's been to the Travelers as a kid, and he has said all along that he always wanted to win a tournament in New England. And that's the only one now in New England with the Deutsche Bank. Having uh, which used to be Labor Day weekend for over a decade is no longer there in Boston on Labor Day weekend. So, Travelers is it for New England AP. That's the that's the only PGA stop, and Keegan Bradley won it. So I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's that's great for him to win that Travelers Championship. It's a nice tournament, and uh, I think it's one of the best well run uh, I've ever attended or covered. I couldn't agree more. It's, uh, as I I said in the previous segment, I've been there just numerous times. And uh, it's it's also, by the way, highly, highly regarded uh, by the players themselves. Um, The way they just, uh, you know, treat everybody 
is just really uh, special up there, and players love to come. And, you know, I was looking at the leaderboard, and as they were running down the various participants, for the week following the U.S. Open, which is held, of course, just last week out in Los Angeles, for the players to go from Los Angeles to Connecticut to participate just speaks volumes as to how much they enjoy the tournament uh, to go 3,000 miles after the pressure cooker of a U.S. Open uh, was really, I, I was frankly blown away when I just got looking at the leaderboard and kept seeing big name after big name after big name. The creme de la creme, shall we say. Uh, even Wyndham Clark, who won the U.S. Open, was there. He, I think he finished a 12 under, but that was still uh, 12 shots off the lead, off the winning score <laughs> to show you how good they played. <laughs> So, yeah. Right. yeah, I mean, they do as much as they can to encourage and entice players to participate in that tournament, the Travelers Championship. I mean, I think they probably provide a couple of jets as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And Chris Berman, the Chris Berman, he, he's a fixture there. Uh, you know, usually plays in the Pro-Am, which is always outstanding. Doug Flutie. Uh, has played in the past, of course, Ray Allen, you know, the lineage of spectacular Yukon, uh, basketball players, uh, have, have played, uh, just a lot of big names. And again, it's really just got a nice, you know, small town feel to it, so to speak. You can get up close and personal and, uh, the 18th with that amphitheater look is just spectacular, especially at the finish. We all remember Jordan Spieth chip in from the sand to literally win the tournament uh, on on Sunday a few years back. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's special. And again, you and I have had the pleasure of uh, covering it. And it's again, just watching it yesterday on TV was just really a lot of memories, including with you, AP. Yeah. Yeah, we covered that many times, John, and I always enjoyed it. And the program was fun on Wednesdays and the yep. entire tournament. Uh, we would be there from, uh, I think we really we start on Monday, I think, sometimes Monday oh, totally. through Sunday. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a week-long deal. Uh, I used to drive from Boston to Hartford, uh, whatever, three, four days that the week of the tournament, which is – you know, shows how much I enjoyed it. It's just that simple. So, uh, so yeah, uh, again, uh, never better than yesterday. Keegan Bradley's dream was to win a tournament in New England. He's stated that since the beginning of his pro career. And yesterday he finally pulled it off. And uh, just good for him. Good for him. And, uh, again, just a great tournament, that's for sure. Yeah, it's good for the tournament if somebody um, in the region wins every once in a while. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. The crowd was like being at a Patriots game. You know, the usual boisterous New England crowd. <laughs> and uh, and they were in full throat for four, all, all week long. and But never more so than the 18th hole when it was finally decided. Uh, well, AP, hard to believe we've come to the end of our first segment together. Um so why don't we take our first break and a lot more to get to on the other side. So don't go anywhere. 
America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. Discovering woolly mammoths, nearly freezing to death while chasing mountain goats, and bow fishing for stingrays is what's happening this week on The Revolution. Joining Jim and Trav will be Jim Shockey from Jim Shockey's Shock Therapy, Art Helen from Own the Season, and Mitch Petrie with Outdoor Sportsman Group. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And A.P., as you often do, you uh, attended an event uh just last night, if I'm not mistaken, and I know I and our viewers would love to hear all about it. Yeah, John, I was had the pleasure of attending the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame in Point Clear, Alabama, and they inducted a number of players to the class of 2023. They had Chris Johnson. People probably remember him from the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Uh, Lane Johnson, offensive lineman from Philadelphia. Clay Matthews, uh, Green Bay Packers. Bryant. Brian Westbrook and Marshall Yenda, Yenda from the Baltimore Ravens. Right. Um, th- those were the, the players that were inducted 
into the class of 2023. So they were all in attendance. And then they also had the rookie of the year was Tariq uh, Woolen. He didn't, he would, the, the rookies of the year were not in attendance. Christian Watson, co-offensive rookie of the year, along with Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. Wow. That's uh, who's who. Uh, but no surprise, uh, given it's the senior bowl. Um, and w- large crowd AP, uh, I, I, I know that the senior bowl is so important, especially to the, to the state of Alabama, you know, not unlike, you know, the college world series is to Omaha, you, you know, it's just, uh, right. It's an Alabama thing, let's say. Right. Yeah. It's big in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, just, they just, I travel across the bay to the Point Clear, uh, the Grand Hotel, to hold this event in June every year. So, yeah, it was okay. fun to speak to some of the players, and they're all very talented, had great professional careers as well as being uh, members of the Senior Bowl when they were coming out of college. It's, it really has, has launched their their professional careers. Yeah, well, the Senior Bowl is unique. Lane Johnson, I mean, he – I mean – as offensive linemen go, he, he has got as big a name as you can have, uh, you know, playing with the Eagles. I remember back when the Eagles uh, beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl a few years back uh, with Nick behind Nick Foles. And I remember, you know, that was sort of Lane Johnson's coming out party, as I remember. He's a big personality, and it really showed uh, in the, you know, during and after that Super Bowl victory. And, uh since then, you know, as offensive linemen go, he's become, you know, pretty much a household name. And uh, so, yeah, it's good yeah. to hear his name again. Yeah, he's very good. You know, he came from a small town. I think he said he was only 33 people in his graduating class. And then he really? had to attend the famous Kilgore College. We all know about the Kilgore College here, John, with the Rangerettes, right, in East Texas. East Texas. Yes. East Texas. Yes. Good point. That, that, that that's something that yeah. pretty much everybody you know is familiar with, including myself. And Marshall Yanda, I mean, it feels feels like it was a bit you know top heavy on the offensive uh, lineman, but you know uh, last night's dinner. Uh, but you know Marshall Yanda is again just as offensive linemen go a name that you kind of know, you know, because the Ravens are good have been good for most years and. Uh, and he has kind of a name that kind of sticks with you, but most importantly, he has he has a big game. That's for sure. Right, right. Yeah, he 166 career starts, 13-year wow. NFL career, all with the Ravens organization. And, wow. Uh, he he came through the junior college route as well. He did. Wow. Do you know where he went off yeah, and or? Uh, yeah, he went to North Iowa Area Community College, and then he received his economics degree at the University of Iowa. So, yeah, both of these players, I'm, uh, they were not likely probably to play in the NFL, and so they have a sense of appreciation that is um, that is uh, emphasized when you when you have that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. It's so this is something they hold every year this time of year, like kind of end of June. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. 
yeah, they hold it in June every year, and uh, it's a nice event. And uh, like I say, I every, I think every year that I've attended, uh, all the people who've been inducted have have also been present. Um, but maybe not the rookie rookies of the year, of course. But the the Hall of Fame inductees are usually um, at the event. Right. Right. And then back to the Senior Bowl itself. Again, you know, you've been there often. Uh, they just, you know, when I think of the Senior Bowl, I just think of, you know, the who's who of coaches, um, you know, up to and including Belichick, right? That actually comes down to, to right. watch the prospects. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, they, yeah, it's around 800 or so NFL personnel, GMs and assistant coaches and scouts. Yes. That's an astounding number, AP. I didn't know it was that. I didn't know it was eight hundred. I knew it was up there, yeah. but I didn't know that. That's just uh, that's a wow. So just pretty much. And how many NFL head coaches would you guess show up for it out of the thirty-two teams ballpark? Yeah, the thirty-two teams. Yeah, it's, my goodness, Sean. It's it's into the twenties. I know that. So the majority. Majority, right? Wow, that is just uh, something else. That's great stuff. Hey, AP, another topic I wanted to be sure we touched on, Victor Wembayama, drafted number one, shocker, and uh, seven foot four, seven foot five, whatever, yeah. uh, at the NBA draft last week. I mean, he's just so likable, so engaging. I watched his arrival in San Antonio where he met Tim Duncan, David Robinson, uh, Manu Ginobili, uh, and of course his new coach, Pop, Greg Popovich. But AP, I mean, he looks like a complete game changer, like just special beyond special. Uh, And it's going to be fun to watch, but I, I really like everything I see from his personality, he just really seems to get it in a big way. Yeah, I think so, John. I, I, I believe San Antonio, their fans will really embrace him totally because of his uh, genuine personality, as you mentioned. Yeah, he, he showed a lot of sincerity, and he, uh, once again, bringing up that phrase, a sense of appreciation. You can yes. tell when he speaks about it, uh, being drafted and coming to this country to play professional basketball. Correct. And he is just, uh, you know, as ready as you can be. He's, play, he's still young, obviously, very. And yet he's played in the France professional league for the last couple of years. And, uh, again, his game is incredible. We were, I think we're all, we, we've all seen some highlights. Uh, would he... He's doing things that I don't think we've ever seen before. I don't know that I could pay a higher compliment than that. And I think it's just a very exciting, you know, time for the NBA. And uh, I spent a lot of time in San Antonio AP, uh, you know, covering the uh, All-American Bowl, the high school all-star game, the first week of January. So I was out there very often. In the last week of December, first week of January, covering youth football national championships uh, for the same organization who put on the All-American Bowl and AP. The Spurs are the only game in town. You know, it's the only professional sports franchise in San Antonio. So they're the devotion and fervor in San Antonio for the Spurs. And I was there, you, you know, 
right at the tail end of the championships or the beginning of the next phase, but they were just beloved in San Antonio. So great city for him and Popovich is his coach as well. Oh yeah. To, to have the coach Popovich there, that's, that's the key because totally he knows how to, how to coach uh, big men. Yep. Uh, yeah. Exhibit a David Robinson, exhibit B Tim, Tim Duncan, Nothing more need be said. And oh, by the way, Tony Parker, Hall of Famer, one of the great players ever, uh, is from France, Lake Wembyama. Wem, 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 I'm just getting used to the pronunciation. I'll get it. We all will get it over time. And uh, we'll just call him. Over Victor. time, yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, and I think Boris Diaw played there, and he's from France. So, the, and it's a big city to say the least, but yet it's not a big media center. And I say that with all due respect to San Antonio. I love the place. Uh, but you know, it's just the perfect place for Victor to grow his game. It really is. Um, between pop, the city, the beloved Spurs, what they mean to San Antonio, it couldn't be a better situation for him. So it's going to be fun to watch AP to say the least really fun. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to watch them. I mean, those European players, John, they're so skilled compared to the American players overall. I mean, that's a generalization right. for sure. They but, got full games. They, they can, yeah, they can. They, most, I'd say, ninety percent plus can shoot. They have good mechanics on their shot. Yes, yes, they have just, again, complete games. Uh, they, they can kind of do it all. There's no facet of the game that they haven't, you know, that they aren't yeah, familiar no, with. No. So that's a very good point, AP. And certainly Victor, and him with all the highlights we've been watching, uh, he certainly has all the skills. He seems like there's nothing he can't do yeah. on a basketball court. So, no, it, oh, they, they seem, yeah, they seem to understand in Europe, John, the essence of basketball, put the ball in the basket. Correct. There you go. <laughs> well said. Right. I mean, they, they they have captured that ever since the Americans went over there decades ago. Uh, some of the NBA players would visit all the countries as ambassadors, but they picked up on the fact that put the ball in the basket and then watch these films where you where they all have the same same types of uh, mechanics. Where exactly. they can make a shot. Yeah, it's it's absolutely it's fun to watch. Um, well, AP, hard to believe we've come to the end of our second segment together. So why don't we uh, take our last break and then we'll get to a few more items on the other side. So don't go anywhere. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Millions of people do not have children. Around the world, becoming a parent may be an unrealized dream and increasingly a deliberate choice. Yet our experiences remain largely unacknowledged across cultures, families, and friendships. Unconscious bias in public and workplace policy, media narratives, and educational content often renders us invisible. 
New Legacy Radio reveals these missing stories through the perspectives of our community and allies as we work to achieve meaningful change that recognizes our true and diverse experiences. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. All who live face a time of passing. Is death the end or will souls enter an afterlife? Have you ever wondered about historical figures and what they would say if they were alive today? Psychics and authors Barry and Connie Strom will use their gift of spirit communication to answer questions and channel spirits concerning the hereafter. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Barry and Connie Strom at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby, and back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is... Florida versus LSU tonight for the College World Series National Championship. It's game three of the three-game set, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Kind of must-see TV. AP, you and I covered it uh, in the uh, previous couple segments, actually, and I certainly talked about it in the first segment. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a fun game, but AP, you know, this got me thinking college with college sports. Uh, we just discussed, of course, Victor Wimbayama being selected number one. No shock there. No, not even a mild surprise. And, uh, but AP, the number two pick right out of Alabama. Uh, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Uh, you've seen him play. Um, it was terrific. I, I was glad to see him go number two. Yeah, Brandon Miller, he's an excellent ball player. He can score a number of ways. He has very good skills. Uh, I don't think he's the best athlete I've ever seen at Alabama, but for his size, uh, he can dribble the ball. He can take it to the rack. He can shoot outside the three-pointer, and he has that mentality of being the leading scorer. I mean, he's not afraid to take the shot. In the closing moments, right, and he—I think he—he he, uh, embraces the idea that he must score a lot of points for his team to win, or you know he can pass it as well. Exactly. No, he—he's got a complete game. We were talking about the complete game that Europeans and and Victor have, um, and he sounds like he's uh, right there as well with a complete game and. Uh, so anyway, I'm sure you've seen him play. As I said, you've covered, uh, many Alabama sports, if not all. And, uh, 
yeah, I'm sure you had to be very pleased to see him go number two. You know, it was uh, there was no guarantee, as there never is in a draft. But right. I think it spoke volumes. Oh. We all know he wasn't going number one. Yeah. That spot was previously reserved, shall we say. But number two. Right, right. Impressive. Yeah. And, and John uh, Clowney, also of Alabama, he went at number 21 to the Brooklyn Nets. So that's the first time in 28 years since there are two first-round draft choices from Alabama. 1990 was uh, Antonio McDyess came out of the sophomore and Jason Caffey went to Chicago. And Antonio wow. went to, uh, I guess, the Clippers, I believe it was. Wow. That's a, that's. Impressive and AP, it just speaks volumes to me about, uh, you know, how far Alabama basketball has become. And, you know, these things don't often happen overnight. Uh, Alabama has just been building and building in recent years. This is my perspective. And, uh, and you know, then uh, they finally got there. They, they were number one for a significant part of this past year. Uh, but like many of the number one seeds, they got knocked off in the NCAA tournament. Um, so they, they didn't complete their task, but they certainly did well on draft day. That's amazing. First time in 28 years yeah. that two Alabama players chosen in the NBA draft. Spectacular. Yeah, and yeah, and John, in 1992, uh, let's remember Robert Ory and Latrell Sprewell. Right. Round. Both Alabama. Right. Yeah, and both, you know, both of them really true, unforgettable in their own right. You know, those, those are two names yeah. everybody knows. Robert Horry, Ori, I think it is pronounced. Uh, Ori, right, yeah, Silent H, uh, Ori, yeah. Silent H, uh, I think he has more NBA championships than any player, if I'm not mistaken, ever. <laughs> I mean, well, he, he yeah, has, big shot Bob. Uh, if you're not a Boston Celtic, if you're not a Boston Celtic, seven, uh, Robert has seven. Okay, right. Bill Russell and the crew had 11, for gosh sakes. Good point. Yeah, well, Thanks yeah, for that yeah, clarification. Yeah, and then the Celtics, I think the most that other Celtic player had was maybe eight, something like that. There's some, some Celtic yeah. players with eight, I believe. I, I think you're correct about that. But And uh, Robert Ory earned it because he, his nickname is Big Shot Bob, meaning he had some oh, big, my goodness, yeah. big shots along the way to secure those championships. He it was hardly yeah, yeah. Uh, on the bench when they were. <laughs> no, he was no with three and with three different teams. For three different teams, let me think: Lakers, San Antonio, I believe, and, and maybe, Houston was the original team. Houston, of course, yes, the Rockets. Um, so he was probably on that team with Kenny Smith and Nakeem Olajuwon, right? Yes, yes, he was on that team. They beat Orlando and uh, yep, I think the Knicks. I think Orlando and the Knicks, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, the NBA, uh, you know, summer league is getting started uh, here soon. Um, and if Victor's playing, that will be reach its all time, you know, viewership and interest level without a doubt. Uh, not sure if he is or isn't, uh, uh, but it'll be worth watching. Uh, but as it is, you know, it's, it's, a nice thing to have this time of year, AP. We're in a bit of our uh, of the sports dead zone, although overseas there's a lot going on, a lot's coming, whether it's Wimbledon or the British Open. Um, but, you know, here in the States, it's a bit of a quiet time after tonight, after 
the LSU Florida baseball game. Uh, so yeah, uh, it, it's nice to have the Vegas uh, summer league going on out there. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's fun to watch some summer league basketball. Yeah. The After other thing, AP been drafted. Exactly. Exactly. And lastly, AP, as we close out the show here in the last couple minutes, uh, a lot of players were drafted not from colleges, as we're traditionally uh, programmed to expect. A lot of G League in your and players from other countries were chosen. Uh, that jumped out at me for this particular draft. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, to was say it the four least. Of the first five, John. Not, yeah, not for college. Yeah, exactly. I think Brandon yeah. was the only one that was. Uh, from college, so that spoke volumes. There was the twins and and Scoot, I think number three to the Blazers. Uh, so yeah, the interesting draft in that regard. Uh, the sports world is changing. Certainly, basketball is. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing, John, where you you can be drafted not from a college for basketball, and of course baseball right. as well. They're coming out of high school, and in football, it's all through the colleges. Uh, I I can't even think, John. If this has happened ever in the history of the draft, and maybe I'm sure it has, but have they selected somebody who just was was not playing college football? Yeah, nothing comes to mind, but uh, I predict someday that will happen. Um, the, uh, the, again, the sports world is changing. It will occur at some point, I would think. But yeah, AP... Yeah, well, it's fun to be a part of it again, but I was just struck by that. Um, So, AP, I just want to thank you, as always, for calling in, giving us uh, your expertise, and uh, I'm sure you're happy that tonight an SCC team is going to win another national championship, period. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they used to call what Bill Walton always calls the Pac-12, the Conference of Champions. Right. I think his cousin in the southeast is catching them. I think you're absolutely right. Well, that's a good note to end on, AP. Thanks again for calling in, and we appreciate you taking the time and, as always, your perspective. Hey, thank you, John. My pleasure. Thanks again, AP. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.